0: that much is this something that i've been doing to the point
1: in chicago and he's doing this i mean that is what bobby the brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move
0: what the heck's going on in champaign illinois with brett bielema they, they have a real shot to get to
1: frazier has got it <laughs> And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98 9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. We're going to save the uh, for tomorrow. We need Eric here. <coughs> Excuse me. And Eric Fry. <sighs> it's the starting lineup on 98 9 The Game.
2: Edition of the starting lineup here on 98.9 of the game ESPN radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you, and we're hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN radio. And uh, coming up for your listen- listening pleasure, we got uh, some MLB uh, postseason action to talk about yesterday. Uh, game ones of the wild card series. Game number twos will continue uh, today, and we'll have the same coverage for you. Today, as well, just running back, same teams, same time, same place. And so uh, that'll be coming up a little bit later on 98.9. And also we'll talk about some local sports happening uh, today. And a recap from uh, yesterday, the ATC tournament continues on uh, today. So we'll take a look at that. And we'll take a look at the uh, football playoffs as well as we're entering week number seven of the high school football season. So we'll see where our area teams stack up into the playoff picture, see who's good, see who's clinched already, see who's, see who's eliminated. Also, we'll uh, see who's on the bubble and still some work left to be done. <clears throat> Excuse me. Still work to be done mm-hmm. here as we enter the last three weeks of the regular season and also on the podcast podcast. We got uh, Coach Weekly from uh, Central A and M going to be joining the program as well to talk about that tough loss that A and M had in their last game against Warrensburg, uh, Latham. Uh, there, we'll see whatever else we can uh, get to here on today's show as well. Of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without Mingman Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and the Topless State Bank for bringing you the uh, starting lineup each and every weekday here on 98.9 <clears throat> excuse me all right so uh we got a lot to get to here today so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, get it started and uh, let's hit it up with what we always do and uh, that's first things first before we get into
1: the show Things first,
2: and that's what we're starting off with. Uh, That is the uh, major league uh, postseason. As uh, game number ones of the wild card uh, series uh, took place here yesterday, and uh, one of the games that you heard here on 989 ESPN radio was uh, the uh, Rangers and the Rays. And it was the Rangers, of course, like we said on yesterday's show, the Rangers came out and uh, won this game. As uh, they got the uh, shutout for to uh, nothing as uh, none other than uh, Jordan Montgomery pitched pretty well. Seven innings of a uh, strong work for the Rangers. And he only gave up six hits and allowed a nothing and a struck out five. He also had a nice web gym as well. And uh, Tampa, four errors in uh, this one for uh, the Rays. And they're wearing those uh, Devil Ray throwbacks. And they played like the Devil Rays. Yeah. That's for sure, as they got shut out here in a game one.
0: Yeah, and Travis, I'm glad you brought up Jordan Montgomery. Um, the win yesterday snapped a six-game postseason losing streak for Texas. But Montgomery, who obviously was acquired from the Cardinals at the trade deadline, became just the fourth midseason acquisition in the last 100 years to throw seven scoreless innings in a team's first postseason game. During Luis Castillo of the 2022 Mariners, Mm -hmm. Rick Sutcliffe of the 1984 Cubs, and Hank Bowery of the 1945 Cubs.
2: Hmm. Going all the way back there. All the way
0: back. (laughs) He also joined Derek Holland, who went eight and a third scoreless innings in Game 4 of the 2011 World Series, and Cliff Lee, who went eight innings in Game 3 of the 2010 ALCS, as the only pitchers in Rangers history with a scoreless postseason start of at least seven innings. Hmm. So, there you go.
2: Yeah, you know, the the Rangers are kind of stumbling, well-documented, stumbling down the stretch, losing the West lead. And mm-hmm. uh, the Rays have kind of been still battling with the uh, Orioles, so still playing, both teams playing uh, meaningful baseball uh, down the stretch. But it was just uh, the Rangers' offense, um, you know, scratching across five runs there, just manufacturing runs like you do in the postseason. And uh, the Rays just playing uh, bad defense uh, there, and Glasnow wasn't as sharp as Montgomery was. He only went five innings, giving up six hits, four runs, three of them were five walks. Five walks, mm-hmm. as well. That's a killer, and eight strikeouts.
0: He now has a 5.72 ERA through his first 10 career postseason starts, at the third highest postseason ERA among pitchers with at least 10 starts. Hmm. So. Yeah, not good in the postseason is Tyler Glass now. No,
2: not at all. And uh, also uh, another thing that was uh, noted there with the uh, Rays, of course, is uh, they are always kind of get dogged for attendance. Oh yeah. And it was not a, a great attendance number, even in a, what was it, ten thirty or two thirty, one thirty local time. For Florida yeah I guess but only 19,704 fans showed up for this one yesterday
0: not good not a good look
2: it's particularly not good when you're talking about the lowest attendance for a postseason game since 1919
0: it's also not good Travis when they just got a new <laughs> stadium approved. right
2: yeah they're gonna stay you Just there. got a
0: new stadium you're staying there and then you come out and put out the lowest attendance since women had the right to vote
2: Mm -hmm. yeah exactly it was a 307 start time uh locally still there so
0: that's i mean i'm not saying it's gonna happen travis but if the rays make it to the world series how many people are gonna show up for that probably more because it's at night right
2: right yeah it's a more conventional start time
0: uh, right it's still awful it's still not a good look
2: yeah, no, d- definitely not. And uh, they uh, only drew 1.44 million fans this season. That's a slow month for the Cardinals or the Cubs, mm-hmm. uh, for that matter. But uh, they averaged about 17,781 fans for 81 home games uh, this season. Only the Royals, Marlins, and A's had a worse average attendance there. And the Marlins also are in this playoffs as well. We'll talk about them coming up in a second, but the uh, Rangers, uh, they get a game one here in the best of three, as it's the same start time for you today. And we got it for you right here on eight nine. as it's going to be Evaldi going for the Rangers and Zach Eflin going for the Rays for game number two. We'll see if we can even this up and uh, go to a uh, game three and those starters. Will be decided at a later date uh, there with things up for grabs. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, another uh, game one in Minnesota was the Twins picking up the uh, dub over the uh, Blue Jays. And this one was a, a final score of a 3 a 2 a 1. As uh, the uh, Twins also got a, a pitching performance from uh, uh, Pablo Lopez, he had five and a two thirds innings, only giving up five hits that one run. Mm-hmm. Three K's, though. And two walks there but the bullpen was absolutely lights out and shut down the Blue Jays from there only one hit was scratched across there by the Blue Jays uh, when the bullpen took over uh, there at that point so uh, the twins you know I thought they might have the edge with pitching wise and their bullpen proved right yesterday and All right, coming away with a dub here in game one.
0: Not only that, Travis, they snapped an 18-game losing streak. They did, yes. Postseason losing streak. It was the longest losing streak in MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL history. Yes. Longest out of everyone. By the way, only one team still active on that list, the Pistons. 14 games still active. Hmm. Uh, Twins rookie uh, Royce Lewis, star of the show, hit home runs in each of his first two career postseason plate appearances, joined Evan Longoria and Gary Gaetti as the only players in MLB history to homer in each of their first two career play appearances. And he loves the Twins, Travis, including this postseason. He's now 9-for-11 with two homers and five RBIs in three games against the Blue Jays. Wow. Speaking of the Blue Jays, they've lost each of their last six postseason games. That's tied with the Rays and the Reds for the longest active postseason streak in MLB.
2: Mm. Hmm. Not Mm. good uh, there for the Blue Jays, bub. Uh, Yeah, to put things in perspective uh, for the uh, Twins, I thought these stats were interesting that uh, the last time that the Twins won a playoff game was 2004. Mm -hmm. And in 2004, Carlos Correa was 10 years old. Oh, nice. Uh, Shark Tales was the number one movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Goodies by Sierra was the number one (laughs) song. Uh, Nintendo DS was released. Uh, The Nokia... Twenty or the Nokia 2600 yes. was the most popular cell phone. Look at that. Look at My that how thing. Times have <laughs> <changed>. <laughs> and of course, the Montreal Expo still existed at that point in Ooh. 2004. So uh, the uh, iPhone hadn't even been invented yet. So mm. someone shot that uh, yesterday on an iPhone, and that was the first time that they saw a win through an iPhone lens. Ugh. So the uh, the Twins getting the dub there, yep, thanks yep. to uh, Royce Lewis uh, there. And uh, game number two uh, today, you got Berrios going up for the Blue Jays and a sunny Gray, future St. Louis Cardinal. Sonny Gray going today for the Twins. You're hoping, aren't you? I'm hoping. You're hoping. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Fingers are on crossed. On that aspect. Hopefully we don't uh, let one slip through the cracks mm. again. Um, and then another game one was the uh, Diamondbacks. They beat the uh, Brew Crew, and this one was a 6-2 of 3. And uh, the absolute brilliance of the Arizona Diamondbacks has, has shown through here. As uh, they fell down early, yep. 3 nothing. but yep. uh, I saw that Corbin Carroll under there in the third to get them started, and that was a two-run shot. And then also in that third inning, uh, Marte went deep as well, getting a hold of Corbin Burns the mm-hmm. second time through the order. And then the next inning in the fourth, that's when they took the lead. And Monero uh, hit a home run uh, there 4-3, to three, and that was all off Corbin Burns yep. there at that point. And the Diamondbacks, I say they're geniuses today because they didn't throw out their ace. Yep. They didn't even throw out the number two starter. Yep. They threw out a fought mm-hmm. there. And now they're set up perfectly with uh, Galleon going today and, if necessary, Kelly going for game three.
0: Yep. And let's talk about this game, Travis. This was the first postseason win for the Diamondbacks when trailing by three or more runs in history. They were 0-14 in the postseason when trailing by three or more runs until... Yesterday. It also snapped a seven game road postseason losing streak. So winning their game, Travis, was the first since 2007 that mm. they won a road playoff game. And of course, you mentioned the young talent 23 year olds Corbin Carroll and Gabriel uh, Moreno each homered. And they are now the two youngest Diamondback players to homer in a postseason game, and they became the first pair of teammates age 23 or younger to hit a homer in their team's postseason opener. In fact, Carroll's homer traveled 444 feet, the fourth longest homer by a rookie in the postseason since home run distances were first tracked in 2006. He mm-hmm. also reached base four times in the game, making him the third youngest player to reach base four times, including a homer in his postseason debut. By the way, you want to know the other. Uh, Players on that list for uh, longest home runs. Those would, would yeah. be Aaron Judge at 452, Kyle Schwarber at 462, and Luis Robert Jr. at 487. That was just in 2020 at Oakland. So there you go. As yeah, he
2: smacked that ball. Uh, there flew into the Milwaukee sky. And uh, the bad thing for the uh, Brewers was they pretty much used everybody Mm -hmm. in their bullpen and still didn't even win the game. And they used their closer for a little bit. He threw – Devin Williams threw 31 pitches last night. And so uh, that announcement that Woodruff was injured and didn't even make the roster. So that's going to be game two a
0: little bit difficult today. But, Travis, it should be a great pitching matchup. You mentioned Gallen for the Diamondbacks this season, Travis – Two starts, one run over 14 innings against the Brewers this season. Mm-hmm. Freddie Peralta on the mound for the Brewers. In his postseason career, he's allowed one run in eight innings over three games. Hmm. So it should be a good pitching matchup today up in Milwaukee.
2: Right, yeah. Gallon's a stud. He's a, one of the best pitchers that mm-hmm. no one talks about. Yep, because he's with elite. the Diamondbacks. But hopefully they'll be talking about it more. And uh, the just wonder as well, Evan Legoria. Yeah. making an impact last night. Bases loaded situation, catching that ball and then uh, doubling yeah. off the runner at the second base to kind of get the Diamondbacks out of a jam there at one point. And that was when the game was still close. It was still uh, anybody's ball game at that point. Uh, but then the Diamondbacks fully took control uh, there and uh, one game away from advancing on. And then uh, the uh, Phillies, uh, they uh, started off the postseason like they did last year. But in less dramatic fashion mm-hmm. as they won against the Marlins 4-1 to one here as Zach Wheeler was outstanding on the mound once again.
0: As he usually is, Travis, in postseason openers. He has a career 0. .45 EOA, ERA in postseason openers. Yeah. He dominates in the openers. Mm-hmm. In a three-start span in series openers. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's also the third career postseason game in which he had six innings and no zero or one run allowed. That's tied for the third most by a Phillies pitcher all time. Only Cole Hamels and Steve Carlton have more such games. When you're mentioning those two names with Phillies, that's a pretty good list to be on. He's tied with Cliff Lee, another good Phillies postseason pitcher to be on the list with.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Six and two-thirds innings last night, five hits, that one run led up, and no walks and eight strikeouts in the game for Zach Wheeler. uh, There is uh, Oviedo came in, and uh, he got a couple of strikeouts uh, there, Mm -hmm. and uh, the Phillies bullpen shut him down from there. Just couldn't get anything going for the offense from Miami.
0: One thing I I liked, Travis, and that was Trey Turner. Uh, in his first postseason game with the Phillies, we talked at the beginning of the year about how tough his season was, and you know the fans were booing him, and then they were cheering him, and they were they were all you know back and forth on him. He had a yeah. great game last night. Went two for three with two stolen bases. He becomes the third Phillies player in postseason history with multiple hits and multiple stolen bases in a game, joining Chase Utley and Shane Victorino, who both did it in 2008. What happened in 2008? The Phillies won the World Series, so if you are a believer in numbers and mm. the way things line up, that's something to be on the lookout for. There you go. That year, the Phillies beat the Rays in the World Series there in 08. Oh yes. Yes. And uh,
2: Philadelphia takes the uh, 1-0 uh, lead. I know Travis loves that. Oh yes, I I do.
0: One thing that would have made that worse for Travis is if it would have been Miami versus Philly in the the NLCS leading into it.
2: Um, nah. I'm I'm all right. I I don't I don't dislike the Marlins. No, but you don't like Miami. Yes, yeah, so I just gen- I generally don't like Miami sports, but you know the Marlins they've been kind of a stock. You only like them because they knocked years. the Cubs
0: out in 03. That's the only reason you like the Marlins. Well, that too. Yeah, the glory <laughs> days of
2: those wonderful hey, uniforms.
0: Speaking of which, Travis, the last Marlin from that '03 team is now retired with Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, retiring, so. that's true. End of a, end of an era. End I don't of have an to era for sure. Relive that every time Miguel <laughs> Carrera comes to the plate.
2: So that game's on uh, seven o'clock. Will be the uh, first pitch, and uh, it's a Braxton Garrett going for the Marlins, and it is Aaron Nola, possibly future Cardinal as well, going for the Phillies tonight. Keep believing. <laughs> we we'll get you somewhere eventually. It might. It, we might land one of these good pitchers one day. Mm, one day. Don't hold your breath. Then we might have to uh, five years too late, but yeah. yeah, it is what it is, I guess. And so it
0: is what it is; it'll be what
2: it'll be. And so, uh, once again, we got Rangers Rays for you, and a Diamondbacks Brewers coverage for you here on 98.9 ninety-eight-nine. A little bit later on today, and we'll look out and see if some of these games then come to a close or mm-hmm. not. And so we'll step away right now and we'll talk some local sports when we return and we'll talk some local baseball NTC uh, tournament semifinals today. We'll talk about that as well as everything else that happened last night in the world of local sports coming up next here on The Starting
1: Lineup. From the ninety-eight-nine The Game Studios, The Starting Lineup. We'll be right back. <laughs> You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at pekininsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the
0: possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel & Effingham, Equal Housing Lender and Member FDIC.
1: Our homes are where we feel the most happy, safe, and secure. So when we see signs of foundation problems, like cracks and uneven floors, we want to make sure it's fixed forever. At Woods Basement Systems, we understand. We've been eliminating foundation worries since 1986. Call Woods at 800-388-9326 for a free estimate. That's 800-388-9326 and stop worrying. Foundation problems don't get better with time, they get better with us. The all things basement experts. Go online to WoodsBasementSystems.com today. That's WoodsBasementSystems.com. This is Matt Broniker for Rust Broniker Cadillac Buick
2: GMC and Rust Broniker Service Express here in Eppingham. The automotive landscape looks a lot different than a year
1: ago. Our customers and our sales staff continually express their excitement in our ever-growing new and pre-owned inventory. And we are so happy to be able to offer each of our vehicles an exceptional value. We made the decision to work with a more controlled inventory in order to make each vehicle we offer the best value to our customers. So please accept this as your invitation to call or stop in to see what we have to offer. We are Russ Broniker, Cadillac, Buick, and GMC, a legacy of excellence. Welcome to Illinois, where our favorite topic is the weather. Dust & Auto Supplies knows when it comes to the weather, you can't leave anything to chance. It's time to start winterizing. To help you get started, Dust & is featuring RV Plus Antifreeze, available in gallon jugs and 55 gallon containers. This antifreeze is great for RVs, boats, swimming pools, and vacation homes. Take advantage of the nice days we have left. Come by any Dust and Sun Auto Supplies location and pick up a gallon of RV antifreeze. Let us help you make sure you're ready for the constant changing weather conditions in Illinois.
0: And now... Where is the furthest Effingham has gotten. And how many times? <sighs> I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Travis. Third round, three times. Semis. Once, Once this year, the starting lineup. Like I said, by next week it'll no, be completely. No, no, that's
2: wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets five dollars. Jesus, oh, that was so stupid. On ninety-eight-nine, the game. So stupid. <laughs> I thought this was a freaking trick question. <laughs> Back in uh, to the starting lineup here on uh, 98 9 uh, The Game ESPN Radio. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you, and uh, let's talk about some uh, local sports here from uh, last night in uh, volleyball. We had Topless win over Vandalia in uh, two sets 25 21, 25 12. It was Altamont getting the win over St. Elmo 25 18, 25 15. It was a St. Anthony over Windsor's two straws here as Windsor picks up the uh, win in the first set, 25-20, but St. Anthony comes back and wins the second set, 27-25, and then 25-18 was the uh, final uh, there for the St. Windsor's two straws matchup there. At the Endless Center last night, it was North Clay Clay City over Wayne City at 25 to 12, 25 to 21. It was Muhammad Seymour over Mount Zion at 25-12 in both games there. In the Lincoln Prairie Conference tournament in Argenta, Unity Christian got the win over Villa Grove 25-19, 25-21. Sarah Gordo got the win over Heritage 25-23 in both games there, and Cumberland defeated Arcola 25-23 at 25-20. to And the Little Illini, it was Olney getting the win over Paris in a three-setter. It was only 25-18 in the first game, but then Paris wins the second set 25-23. And then Olney wins the third in decisive set there 25-18. Uh, Lawrenceville gets the win over Robinson in two sets 25-8, 25-16. In the uh, Central Illinois, it was Shelbyville over Pawnee, 26-24, 25 uh, to 17. Uh, there in uh, soccer yesterday, it was only picking up the uh, shutout over Topless 3 to 0. It was a Charleston getting the win over Taylorville 7 to 0. Muhammad Seymour got the shutout over Mattoon 5 to 0. Argent over Riverton 3 to 0. Decatur Saint Teresa 7 to 0 over Macon Meridian Hillsboro. Over Vandalia, 8-0, and Greenville defeats P- Pena 3-0. So a lot of shutouts there yesterday in uh, soccer. And uh, then also we had Robinson to pick up the win over St. Anthony by the final of a 5-3 to uh, three there. And Owen for Robinson had four goals, so a hat-trick plus one and an assist as well in uh, cross country uh, from uh, yesterday as well. There was a meet at Newton and it was FEM taking first place on the girls side as it was uh, Newton in second and so they're in a third as a a team and uh, FEM of course winning the match, winning the meet had a ton of girls in the uh, top 10 and they're just littered with uh, uh, team members from FEM and including first place Jessica Larson's uh, finished in first place. Uh, Lena Marsh was uh, second from Newton uh, there and uh, Kaylin Clark from uh, Casey was a third and uh, Laura uh, Burkan uh, from Lawrenceville was ninth and that was the only girl that was not uh, part of the FEM squad there. on the boys side of things it was a Newton taking home a uh, first place there and a uh, CHBC uh, they finished in a uh, second place. And it was Effieham third. Hans Topolis finished in a fourth uh, there on the boys' side. And Luke Weber was the uh, first runner as he was from Newton. He finished in first place. And in second was Alex Gordon from Effieham uh, there. Uh, August Kozard for uh, CHBC finished in a third. Place there, and in the uh, tennis action uh, from yesterday, we had a uh, Saint Anthony defeat defeats Topless by the final of a five to four in a close match uh, there, and uh, that was it from uh, yesterday in the world of uh, local sports. And we got some action uh, today in high school baseball. The NTC uh, tournament continues on uh, today as the uh, four seed uh, North Clay. They are at four o'clock today here in FEM, and then over in Altamont, it's the three-seed South Central against the uh, two-seed Altamont at 4 o'clock as well. And Winners will advance to the uh, championship game, and the championship game will be at 7 o'clock on a Friday. And Both of these games are in Altamont. There will also be a third-place game before that between the uh, teams that are on the losing side of things today, and that'll be uh, I believe i will start at four o'clock there. And that's also in Altamont there for the third place game and championship of the NTC tournament as fall season starting to come to a close uh, there. Um, in volleyball tonight, we have a few matches. We have a uh, standoval against the South Central Lawrenceville hosting a Martinsville. The Lincoln of Prairie Conference tournament continues in Argenta. We also have some soccer uh, with uh, Stanton and Roxana and uh North Clay is at the Harrisburg Chuck Ingram Invitational uh, there. So a little bit of a light schedule for you on a Wednesday. But uh, we'll be uh, back to talk about them uh, tomorrow, including those uh, semifinal games in the ATC tournament. And we'll be uh, back to take a look at that uh, tomorrow. And right now we're going to step away and we're going to come back talking to some uh, playoff action and uh, some high school football where our area teams stand in the way of playoffs as we enter week number seven of the season. So that's coming up next here on the Star Lineup.
1: We'll be right back to the starting lineup on ninety-eight nine. The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Eyes waiting, started to wonder. Metamorphosis, the loss of who you thought you was. When your kid can't find the language,
2: help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sounded Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation
1: at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Your got more rewarding. Say hello to Rule King Rewards earn points with every purchase you make in store supplies feed clothing tools and more get a five dollar reward for every 500 points the more you buy the better it gets don't waste another you can be earning points right now sign up at the register today it's totally free and easy reap the rewards at your neighborhood rule king america's farm and home store
0: Business owners, are you ready to take the next step to increase your revenue? Cromwell Media can help you broaden your revenue capabilities beyond your expectations, offering geofencing, retargeting, website design, video production, and social media management. Hi, this is Sheila Myers, General Manager at Cromwell Media in Effingham. Our five great radio stations will help you build your brand locally. Extended with digital, we can put your brand anywhere in the country. You've put so much into your business. Let Cromwell Media experts help because your success is our success.
1: There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org.
2: And now. But then uh, tomorrow, open up a uh, three-game set with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Coming up tomorrow, but enjoy St. Louis Cardinal baseball right here and right now on 989 the game. The starting lineup. Oh, I still got we still got a yeah, few bro. more minutes. Yeah. What am I doing? What am I doing here? You're supposed yeah, like to keep me. Minutes, you're sorry. supposed to keep me on the rails here. I'm Jeez, sorry. my I, god. I was I
0: was I was just agreeing with you. Oh my god. It's okay. Not really. But... Yeah, we still got a couple more minutes. Let's talk about
1: Carrasco. On ninety-eight nine, the game.
2: Oh, I still got—we still got a few more minutes. Yeah. What am I doing?
0: Eric Price for The Blues are gearing up for their final road game before the regular season. Blues visit the Stars in a preseason contest tomorrow night. St. Louis is two and two in exhibition play this season. And they lost to Columbus five three on Monday after Saturday's game in Dallas. St. Louis wraps up preseason with a game against Chicago on Saturday. St. Louis City has C go for their third win in a row when they visit Vancouver at BC place tonight. City are coming off a 4-1 win over Spring KC on Saturday. St. Louis is in first place in the Western Conference with 17 wins, 5 draws, and 10 losses for 56 points. Tomorrow's match kicks off at 9.30 p.m. The Bears are adding some depth to their secondary. The team signed safety Duran Hammond, or Harmon, excuse me, off of Baltimore's practice squad yesterday. Harmon has been in the NFL since 2013. He won three Super Bowls as a part of the New England Patriots. A 32-year-old spent last season with the Raiders. He had two interceptions and made 86 tackles and 16 starts. The Bears visit the Commanders tomorrow night. Blackhawks scored a pair of goals in the third period of their 4-2 preseason win over the Red Wings at the United Center. Chicago is 2-1-1 in exhibition play. They host the Wild tomorrow night. And finally, the White Sox are making some changes to their coaching staff. The club fired hitting coach. Jose Castro and first base coach Daryl Boston yesterday. Additionally, assistant hitting coach Chris Johnson will be reassigned to another role in the organization.
2: Welcome back in here to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center reads and hits there. So, uh, yeah, White Sox 100 last season. Mm hmm. Not good uh, for them. Have to make some uh, changes. So we'll see.
0: Worst season since 1970, Travis.
2: Hmm, that's not good. No, not good. So well, they're not in the postseason. But we'll take a look at who is looking good and who is clinched some spots in the football playoffs in high school football here for around the area as we uh, take a look at the crystal ball, the playoff picture. Who's on the bubble? Who's in a good shape? Who's on that fast track for a playoff fan? Who's not doing so hot uh, there? So uh, let's take a look at that right here.
0: All righty, here we go. Playoff time. We'll start in the Apollo Conference, as we usually do. Muhammad, Mount Zion, Charleston, they're all playoff eligible. All 5-1, mm-hmm. and one, all eligible. Um, Muhammad right now, 8th and 5A. They have 35 points. I think they're good. Mount Zion, 5th and 4A, 30 points they're good charleston ninth and four a 26 points a little low but they should still be fine i expect all three of these teams to get their sixth win of the year Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: now we move on to the next category travis which is lots of promise and that's where i have taylorville tornadoes sitting at three and three the remaining schedule travis eight and ten Mm. so a losing record coming up that they still have to play So that is helpful for them. They are 41st and 4A, which is a big number. 41s, I know that's a lot. They only have 23 points right now. But I do think that they'll get enough wins. Mm -hmm. I think they'll get to five wins. And I think it'll be a process of elimination that will catapult them into the playoffs.
2: Yeah, their final three weeks this week, they got uh, Mattoon. Uh, yep. Next week, they got Charleston. And then they finish up the season at Bethalto Civic Memorial. And Mattoon, 1-5. and five, yep. And Bethalto, 2-4 and four yep. on the season. So I think those are two comes definitely in.
0: winnable games.
2: Winnable games for, for the Tornadoes, In possibly. the in-trouble
0: category, Travis, that's where we have the FGAM hearts. Mm. Now, I know right now, if you go to IHSA and look right now, FGAM mm. is 28th and 4A. They're in. They are. They're in. Thirty-two points. That's a Thirty-two lot of points. points is nice. That's I a like lot that. more points than Taylorville. FEM's problem. Travis, the remaining schedule is twelve and six.
2: Right. Yeah. Obviously, Muhammad this week, and then Mount Zion next week for senior night, and then uh, finishing up with Centralia. And luckily, Centralia kind of seems to be having a down yes. year. Uh, they're two and four, but obviously Muhammad and Mal Zion. You gotta win one of those two. Five and one.
0: You gotta win one of those oh, two. Oh yeah. You have to steal one. hmm So. That's going to be a tough one.
2: Yeah, that's tough hill to climb uh, for sure, but mm-hmm. the hearts will try to tackle it, though. Yes, they will.
0: All right, let's move on, Travis, to the Lincoln Prairie Conference. Mm-hmm. And right now, Arthur and Sullivan locked in 6-0. and yep, they're, they're both good to go. They're ready. Uh, Arthur right now second in 1A, whereas Sullivan is third in 3A as of this moment. Again, that could move based on other classes. Arthur's kind of always one of those teams that's kind of a border – Team.
2: um i will say though that you know they they're okay this year oh man i mean i thought that they were but i mean arthur enrollment 303 the cutoff for 1a is uh 304 and a half
0: yeah so they're right there mm. they they pretty much are the number
2: must have just that must have just changed to possibly at first but um, that's pretty close
0: next in good shape travis is the cumberland pirates sitting at four and two uh they need another win 26th right now in 1A, 26 points is a little low, but their remaining schedule is 6 and 12. They should get to 6 wins without a problem.
2: Uh, yeah, of course they got uh Tri County coming up on Saturday yep. and then they also are at Nicomiss and finished with Argenta as well. Yep. Yep. Right there in in Cumberland.
0: Speaking of Nicomiss and Argenta Travis, they along with Villagrove are all in the lots of promise category. They're all sitting at 3 and 3, every one of them they're 31st, 32nd, and 30th in points, all in 1A. Yeah. They all have 27 points. They're all right there.
1: Mm-hmm. If yeah,
2: I, all lumped together.
0: If I had to pick one out of those three to make it, it would be Villa Grove. Their remaining schedule, Travis, 5-13 and 13
2: mm-hmm. is their yep. remaining schedule. Yep, they're going to go up against Argenta this week, and then a Sagamon Valley and yep. a Tri-County to close it out.
0: Next is Argenta sitting at 8-10 and 10 with their remaining schedule. Nakomas, tough schedule, Travis. Twelve and six to finish out the year.
2: Right, yeah, they got uh, Sullivan this week and then yep. Cumberland next week, yep. so that's tough. Those are
0: two very tough back-to-back matchups. Mm-hmm. They have to they have to win one of them.
2: Right. You have to win one of them. And then I mean, Arjita is uh, as we mentioned, Cumberland to end the season. So, yep. mm. um,
0: the in trouble category, Travis are Cole and Sagamon Valley. Um, I just don't see enough. To say that they can get in. Arcola, 9 and 9, their remaining schedule. They have to win out. Same thing with Sagamon Valley. And
2: they Valley. got, and Arcola's got Arthur in week yeah. eight. Yeah. so.
0: And Sagamon Valley, 8 and 10 is their remaining schedule. They also have to win out.
2: Mm hmm. It's Arcola, Villa Grove, and the Comus for them.
0: But they're currently, Arcola's 45th and 1A. Sagamon Valley's 43rd and 2A. I just don't see it happening.
2: Right. Yeah. So.
0: Moving on, Central Illinois Conference, Travis.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Shelbyville, they're a lock. They're good. They're They're
2: golden. Yep.
0: In good shape. I I have Clinton, Travis. Clinton right now, 21st in 3A. They have 25 points, which is low. Hmm. But their remaining schedule is 10 and 8. I think they can get one more win, and I think they'll have enough points at that point to get in. I'm a little worried because they're in 3A right now. That has me a little concerned, but I, I think they can get in.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, they uh, still have Shelbyville next week. Mm-hmm. They got Warrensburg this week. But then they close out with Pontiac, and Pontiac's only 1-5 on the season. So, yeah. you would think that that would be win number five there.
0: They may be nervous on might be. Saturday. They mm-hmm. may be one of those teams. Another one that may be Travis is Warrensburg. Warrensburg 3-3. Three three. I like their positioning right now, 37th. Yes, right now they are out. They have a 9-9 nine and nine schedule remaining. Um they're in 2A, and they have 26 points. Again, I think some of these other teams will falter and fall off. Um, but I, I like where Warrensburg's at right now.
2: Right, the difficulty there is you don't know uh, what team's going to show up because they got 50-50 games. You think that Tuscola's still fighting uh, for their life that we'll talk about. But yep. uh, they got Clinton and Chester, and Chester's also 3-3 three and three as well. So yep. all those teams kind of fighting for playoff positioning there. So. In the same boat with Warrensburg.
0: Well, let's move on, Travis, to the in trouble category, and that's first we'll talk about Central and Travis. Yeah. And they're holding on. They're in the in trouble, but hanging on the edge of the cliff.
2: Yeah, particularly with Shelbyville this week.
0: Yes, ten and eight remaining schedule, and on that, Travis, they're fiftieth in one A, only mm. twenty-seven points. I just don't think there's enough there
2: right yeah cuz and their non conference schedule only really getting some help from Leroy yep. uh, there who's still undefeated but Marshall and Saint T yep not giving you much nope not much help there and i'm there. sure when you
0: scheduled that Saint T matchup you were not expecting them to have one win Right, after exactly week
2: six. yep exactly
0: and the other team that i have on the in trouble category but leaning towards being saved is Tuscola yes they're at 2 and 4 Travis but their remaining schedule is 4 and 14 don't forget, they have Oblong to end the season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is going to be, a, I, I think we can all say that's probably a win Yeah. at this point. So they just need to get one more. They, they got to win out. That's mm-hmm. going to be tough. It but is. a 4-14 four scheduled remaining is doable.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, as it's making Meridian this week for them. And then uh, Warrensburg, the 50-50 game there. And then, like you mentioned, Oblong to close the year. Yeah. There. yeah. So I has that game off for Warrensburg on a Saturday. Oh. Hmm. So hmm. interesting there.
0: But right now, Tuscola 44th and 1A, 28 points. So they have more points than Central A&M. That's why for right now, I have them ahead of Central AM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, could see that. All right. Moving on to the little line-eye. Casey, Golden, you're good. Uh, Good thing for Casey. 18 points, Travis.
2: Yeah. For the Warriors.
0: Good thing they got six wins.
2: Right. Yeah, I was going to say, in 1A, that's uh, the lowest point total there for the remaining 6-0 and teams. I mean, Leroy, they only have 19. Yep. Uh, But, yeah, Casey, low on the points.
0: But if Casey wins out, Travis, even with such a low point total, they still are probably a top three seed in the South because there's not a whole lot of undefeated teams in the South right now. Right.
2: Yep, but... Big one this week, though. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, playoff-eligible teams. That's where we find Mount Carmel. They're 5-1. and one. They're in. Uh, not locked in, but they are playoff-eligible. They're 11th and 3A. 25 points is a little low, but a 12-6 and six remaining schedule. Mainly six wins from Casey. You, you take that one out, and it looks a lot better. Oh, Lawrenceville. Uh, yes. And Lawrenceville's 5-1. Lawrenceville. Yep. Uh, speaking of Lawrenceville, Travis, 5-1, and one, like you said, 16th and 2A. They only have 19 points, so I feel they have to get a 6th win. They have yeah. to get a 6th win. Their remaining schedule, though, 7-11, and 11, I think they can do it.
2: Yeah, they got Marshall this week and then Newton the following yeah. week, and then they close out with Mount Carmel. Yep. Yeah,
0: so they, they should be able to, uh, you would think, win two. Get six, yeah, at least. Six, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the Lots of Promise category, we got Paris there, 3-3. Three and three. 27th right now in 3A. So right now, if playoffs started today, they'd be in, because mm-hmm. uh, they are now in 3A after you know enrollment numbers. Um, 29 points is the most points of anyone who has a chance still to make the playoffs in the Little Illini. They have 29 points. Seven and eleven is their remaining schedule. I think they if they get to five wins, they'll get in.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
0: they have the points.
2: Yep, and, I mean, next two weeks they got Olney and Robinson. Yep. They do close out with Casey. Yes. But
0: but I think Olney and Robinson are are definitely two winnable games. Right. So I think Paris can end up 5-4, and four. maybe a little nervous on Selection Saturday, but I think they'll be in with the points. 20,
2: the 29 wins, that's with an Indiana team.
0: Yep, yep. Hmm. I think the Indiana games count.
2: I mean, yeah, they, have, they almost have to. Yep,
0: yep. And that's what I found out, so. All right, moving on to the South Central Conference.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Greenville, you're locked. You're good. Second right now in 3A, 24 points. They're golden. Yep. In good shape, Travis. Let's start with Carlinville. Mm
1: -hmm. Carlinville,
0: 9-9. They are 20th in 2A, 26 points. Vandalia is 19th in 2A with 26 points. And Pena, they're 18th in 2A with 26 points. All three of these teams, Right there all together all of them have 26 points um again you're telling me which team out of these three if i'm only gonna say one is making the playoffs the one i put the most faith in is Pena. now they've lately haven't been playing so well but the remaining schedule travis five and 13 winnable games coming up i i think that they can get to six wins
2: yeah payna has got gillespie this week litchfield and staunton as well and yep. Uh, Vandalia, they have Hillsboro this week, uh, Gillespie next week, and then close out with Litchfield.
0: Yep, and Vandalia, 6-12 and 12 remaining scheduled. Carlinville, 9-9. and 9. That's a tough stretch.
2: Yeah, I mean, this week they're against uh, Greenville. That'll be tough. Hillsboro, who just knocked off Pena, so yep. we'll see what they, they bring. And then they close out with Gillespie yep. uh, there, who hasn't won a game yet. Yep. so.
0: On the bubble, Travis uh, again three three and three teams Hillsboro, Litchfield, Piasaw. Um, 29th in three A is Hillsboro. Eleven and seven remaining schedule is scary for me, um, especially knowing you got to get two wins um, and only having twenty seven points right now. Litchfield's schedule is a little bit easier. They're at ten and six. Same thing with Piasaw, ten and six. Um, so I think their hmm. their schedules are a little bit easier for Litchfield and Piasaw, not by much. Still difficult.
2: Litchfield got stunned this week, but then closed out with Pena and Vandalia. Yeah,
0: that's a tough stretch for Litchfield.
2: Man, for must-win games, too. Yep, yep. Piasol got North Mac this week. They got Greenville next week and closed out with Hillsboro. Yep. Uh, there. That
0: Piasol-Hillsboro game could be for a playoff spot.
2: Could potentially be. Hillsboro's got to get through Vandalia this week and Carlinville next week. Yeah. To set that up.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, so, and but then, hey,
2: I mean, they just knocked off Payna, they
0: did and then on the uh the in trouble category, Travis, we got Staunton there, sitting at two and four, um I just don't see it i, I just don't see it thirty ninth right now in three a but i I don't think they're gonna get to five wins,
2: yeah, right, Lichfield this week, and then closing out with Payna, too, mm-hmm. mm. I, that's just it's tough,
0: a, a little bit too tough, mm, mm-hmm. so um. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm looking at right now as far as the playoff picture. Now, Travis, we are not done talking playoffs. No? No, I got some more. Okay. But we'll get to it after the break.
2: All right, very well. So uh, we'll uh, close out with more playoff talk coming up next here on The Starting Lineup.
1: The Starting Lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios we will be right back. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-659-8080. That's 1-800-659-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-659-8080. That's 1-800-659-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. We shop you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials.
0: If finding time to manage your personal or business banking is overwhelming, the First State Bank of Beecher City is here for you. At the First State Bank of Beecher City, we pride ourselves
2: on offering products that are catered to our customers' needs. Our mobile app allows you to freeze your debit
0: cards, place debit cards on travel lists, Temporarily raise your card limits, receive notifications every time your card is used, and make mobile deposits and loan payments. Let us make banking a convenience in your life, any place, anytime. Contact us today at the First State
1: Bank of Future City, member FDIC.
2: Home Suite Mobile Home It's more than just a saying to you, it's where you live. If it's time for some needed mobile home repairs or remodeling, head for Stefan Mobile Home Parts. Doors, windows, skirting, plumbing, heating, or cooling. Stefan is ready to make your mobile home more attractive and comfortable. So to fix up your home, sweet mobile home, come to Stefan Mobile Home Parts on North Route 45 in Effingham or call 347 7433.
1: And now, is this lessons. really what
0: we're talking about today? Because if it is, I'm going to leave. The starting lineup. Like, this is ridiculous.
2: All right, we'll get back on track.
0: (laughs) Sports podcast talking about phones. Give me a break. On 98.9 The Game. This is ridiculous. Give me a break.
2: In uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Really, here on 98.9, we we'll say a smidge a bit a longer. Some more stuff to uh, talk about in the uh, podcast, though. Coach Weekly uh, from uh, Central AM uh, joins the show. Catch up with him, yeah, so uh, catch that in the uh, pod. And right now we close out talking more playoffs here. What do you got?
0: So uh, on some of the places that, uh, you know, we we look for information, which we we do. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone has a very interesting post, and I want to get your opinion on this, Travis. And this is um, three and three teams. All right. So this is three and three teams right now that IHSA has in Mm -hmm. that this person feels is going to finish out. And they also have schools that are out that they think will finish in the playoff games. Okay. So let's start with who is out right now that they feel is going to go in. And I'm only going to go teams around our area. Sure. So the only team as far as small schools, which is 4A and lower, that they feel are in, likely in, that are out right now, they have Taylorville. Taylorville, okay. Taylorville in 4A as the one team that is currently sitting outside that top 32 that they feel is going to get in. we talked about Taylorville just a little bit ago. Yeah,
2: I could see that. You could see that. Yeah, All right. I see him getting in.
0: Now let's talk about small schools that are in that they have finishing out. Mm hmm. Nicomas.
2: Nicomas. Nicomas. Hmm. Okay. Uh, possibly.
0: Possibly, Travis says. Let's All right. Let's
2: see. Uh, I mean, yeah, with Sullivan and Cumberland. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. I could see that. Argenta. Yeah, I can see, I can see that too with Villagrove and Cumberland.
0: Let's go to the South Central Conference in Hillsboro.
2: Yeah, I mean they they really did did an amazing job of keeping their playoff yep. hopes alive by taking out Pena, but I don't know, it'd be tough to pull off another upset or pull off an upset at Carlinville, so I might about, be right.
0: How about Litchfield? Keeping that South Central Conference.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know about them getting in. And so.
0: Finally, the whole reason we did this, Travis Effingham.
2: Ah, Effingham.
0: Effingham.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people that will look at that schedule and uh-huh. uh, see that 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 could be. Uh-huh. But. Uh, I mean, maybe if you look towards the trajectory of the uh, weather uh, this week uh, for Friday's game, we'll see if that could be a factor against Muhammad. But crazy things have have happened. Uh, But they got to pull off the upset against Muhammad or Mount Zion. That's Mm -hmm. just no way, if, ands, or buts, no way around it uh, there if they want to get into the postseason. I think everybody knows that, including the players. As well. So, Travis, so.
0: I went through and I looked at the rest of the year. hmm And I went with my gut on what I think is going to happen in the remaining games mm-hmm. for these bubble teams. Yeah. I have Effingham at five. You think so? I think senior night is the night I have circled. They always play Mount Zion tough even when Effingham is down. They Mount do. Mount Zion coming off a loss to Muhammad, it being senior night, it just feels like all the chemistry is there to get a win on senior night for Effingham.
2: Right. I I guess all just depends on how healthy mm-hmm. uh, Mount Zion mm-hmm. Mount Zion is, but I mean they were rolling before yeah. they ran into Mount uh, Muhammad. So I I still think it's going to take a, a lot one of the best games of the year to uh, pull off the upset. And I honestly, think have it. I I believe I in mean, the hey. hearts. Senior Magic. Senior Let's magic. do it. We've seen Let's make it, it happen.
0: Uh, the other Apollo Conference team, Travis, we talked about, Taylorville. I have them at five wins, too. Yeah. I think they'll get to five. Will they have the that. points? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Central Illinois Conference, Travis. Um, I have Warnsburg in at five and four. I think they lose to Clinton, but mm-hmm. I think that they will beat Tuscola, and I think they'll beat Chester. Hmm. I... I there's just something about this Tuscola team that's not quite Tuscola that we know. Sure.
2: Yeah, that that's definitely accurate. It's fair. So,
0: I think Orangeburg may be a little uh, nervous come Saturdays, whenever we're talking Selection Saturday.
2: Sure. It's like a position that they always seem to yes. be in.
0: <laughs> Another team that seems to always be in that position, Travis, is Clinton. Mm-hmm. I have them at 6-3. and three. I have them good to go. Good to go. Yep. Yep. So...
2: Yeah, I mean, that's not another realm of possibility. Sure.
0: LPC conference, Travis, and I'll get through this quickly. Uh, my gut tells me if you are Arcola, Argenta, Nicomas, you will not be playing past Halloween.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what my gut gonna tells tough. me. It's going to be
0: tough. Little Illini conference, if you are in Paris, you will be playing past Halloween for at least a week.
2: Yeah. Making uh, the playoffs. That's, that's what all I'm that matters. thinking. That's
0: what I'm thinking. And then finally, Travis South Central Conference. If you're Hillsboro, Litchfield, Piasa, you will not be playing past Halloween.
2: Mm. Yeah. Tall task. Yes. There yes. for the South Central. So. Yep. Yep. There you go. There's where we uh, stand, and we'll take a look at more in depth into yes. the uh, matchup. Saying we'll take a look at the polls tomorrow. As well, and right now coming up here up on ESPN Radio for just a little bit is a Carlin versus a Joe, and then we got more postseason baseball coming up after that here on ninety eight nine. So we'll stick around for that and catch us in
1: the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on ninety eight nine. The game. <laughs>
2: Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the show. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you, and we got some things to uh, get to. Just some random news and uh, notes to no. get to, as well as the state sports history and uh, Central A M coach weekly,
0: and some NASCAR news.
2: And the NASCAR news, do we have another schedule no. leak? No.
0: Ah, it has nothing to do with the schedule, actually.
2: Ah, well, it's disappointing. Although
0: there was a, a funny picture I saw. Uh, on social media, making the rounds that Joe Gibbs put out, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Gibbs Racing talking about the schedule, and we may talk about that because it's rather funny.
2: Yeah, all right. So we'll get to that as well. But first, before you get to any that, is there anything on Center that you wanted to uh, recap? Oh yeah, or hit up on.
0: Oh yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the big one, Travis, the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Might try to acquire an all-star first baseman during the offseason. CSP reporter Jesse Rogers is reporting that the Cubs want to swing a deal for Pete Alonso, And that Ooh. Alonso also wants to be in Chicago.
2: I did see that, that he wants to be here.
0: Rogers also said that Alonso would be willing to sign an extension with the team. Mm. The 28-year-old Travis's favorite player...
2: I know, going to my I mean, favorite, favorite team. team.
0: <laughs> it's just all perfect now. Travis can just hate on one
2: exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. just combine into one. Absolutely.
0: Yep. 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 <laughs> the panda. I, I thought that you would like that when I read the panda saw that.
2: coming coming to Chicago possibly.
0: I didn't even think of. Oh, this will be great for the Cubs. I immediately saw that the headline for that story, and I went, "Wow, Travis is really going to hate this." Mm-hmm.
2: So. yep. Oh, Pete Alonso. Yep. Just come on down.
0: Yep. Uh, Chicago Fire Firehouse seal trying to get a winning streak going when they host Aaron Milan at Soldier Field tonight. However, Lionel Messi may not play. Ah, oh, man. Because of an injury. Ah, uh, well. So, the Colts signed Amir Rogers to the active roster. So, there's that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Indiana Pacers opened training camp Tuesday. Aaron Rodgers says he's well ahead of the normal protocols and still believes he can shock the world by returning from his Achilles injury this season.
2: Yep, that's what everyone's yep. potentially saying. Yep. I mean, yeah, when he's coming out on the sidelines walking like he did. Yep. Not surprised.
0: In addition to the torn Achilles, Rodgers is also dealing with a deltoid issue. Mm. Speaking of deltoid, did you see that uh, Adam Wainwright said that he was injured in win 199? Yeah, uh,
2: so he uh, tore his labrum. Yep. So no wonder he said after 200 I couldn't pitch anymore. Yeah. He had to get he,
1: 200 and 200, otherwise. Yeah, he, he
2: literally him. had nothing left. Yep, yep. <laughs> Well, that's nice that we to- We uh, threw someone out there that had a torn labrum. Just to get it. Just to get to 200.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, Brett Favre is going to testify in a welfare case in Mississippi, so there's that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, a pair of Giants are dealing with injuries as a result of their attempt at the tush push.
2: The tush push. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh Patriots are still confident in Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. So if you believe in <clears throat> yep. Mac Jones, the Patriots do.
2: Well, yeah. Not too worried about the, the future after getting benched in a blowout game. Yep. I think that's the biggest takeaway there.
0: I agree. Um sorry, I was distracted by something real quick. Um, James Harden is at training camp
2: yeah but he's still trying to
0: still wants to move but he's at training camp with the 76ers
2: still today. wants to uh, get out
0: Yep. Um, remember the Carolina Hurricanes is hanging up his skates as forward Derek Stepan announced his retirement from the NHL following 13 seasons
2: they mm-hmm. were 6 days away from the NHL puck drop the real Can legit you puck that? drop. Can you
0: believe that? No, I
2: can't. Because, I mean, I don't know. It's maybe because the Blues aren't that good anymore. Uh-huh. But I just – I'm not really ready for this NHL right. season. And maybe it's because uh, the weather's the way it's been. It's supposed to be cold for hockey. I know yeah. it's going to start to get there. But, I don't know. It just seems like every year the hockey season sneaks up on me. And this year it was even more because – I'm just not in the mood for hockey right now.
0: Not in the mood for hockey. Just not in the mood. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, And finally, I had to throw this in there because I knew Travis would love it. Uh, Cade McNamara is done. Torres ACL will not return this season. Iowa quarterback. Really? Yep. Torres mm. ACL last week in a game against Michigan State. He's done. Deacon Hill will start for Iowa the rest of the way.
2: Mm, I right, didn't Purdue, see that Purdue on Saturday yeah I did not see that
0: yep your your favorite I know you love Iowa
2: mm-hmm. so. yep but man really wanted the Iowa full strength when we beat them so they have no excuses <laughs> <laughs> you're funny Travis <laughs> hey I'm glad you glad you brought up the Illini is that so I completely forgot did you see this last night uh, Memorial Stadium was literally on fire oh really I mean, it was on fire. Like, the fire department got called and everything. Nice. You're
0: yeah. They're trying to burn it down. <laughs>
2: hey, I guess Nebraska was trying to sabotage it to try not to play the game on Friday.
0: No, I think Illini fans were protesting the fact that that's the team we're putting out on the field. Nah,
2: the week. I don't know. <laughs> I tend to believe it had Nebraska had something to do with it, but it was uh, apparently started in a maintenance area below the field where they store some equipment and everything for maintenance, and it just caught fire, and there was a lot of smoke. Yeah, Yeah. there was only damage to that, like, little small area, so there's no real damage to anything where the fans will go and everything. So uh, no problems for the game, to actually be delayed or anything like that but awesome. but you know you just don't get a text alert every every night of the exact address on memorial stadium right. that emergency crews are going to and so uh, basically i saw that everyone from like the news station there in champagne was just flocking mm-hmm. to the stadium just to see what was going on but uh, a lot of smoke but i uh, responded quickly and uh, no one was injured and so that that was good, but that is good. hey, not every day that uh, Memorial Stadium is literally on fire.
0: I don't we, know. Have you watched the liner this year? <laughs> we
2: we we thought that was a joke. No, it was literally on fire.
0: I mean, next year you're gonna tell me Soldier Field's on fire?
2: I mean, uh, did you see that story a couple weeks ago about people stealing a bunch of equipment from Soldier Field? Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> they must have stole like some offense or something or the <laughs> offensive coordinator left out his playbook or yeah. something
0: That's not, that team is yeah it you know it's bad travis when you can legitimately have a poll online of whether a high school team is the best <laughs> team in the state of illinois right it's one thing for somewhere like a vermont will say to run a poll like that, or Texas or Florida, where high school football is really, really good. Mm -hmm. Illinois, that just shows you how bad the college team is. And to be fair, Travis, I think if you had to tell me the top five teams, football teams in the state of Illinois right now, number one, I'd go SIU, number two would be EIU, number three would be Shelbyville, four would be Illinois, and five would be the Bears. Mm
2: -hmm. There you go. That's my (laughs) top five. I like it. I like it. Yeah, you back in the polls.
0: Casey's close to knocking out the Bears, too.
2: They are. They knock out Mount Carmel.
0: Yeah. Which I still. predict was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: Might just happen.
0: Might just happen.
2: Might just happen this week. And also something that might happen this week. There is rumblings in Chicago that if it doesn't go well tomorrow. I heard that. Eberflus could be gone.
0: If he's gone, Travis, are we going to go through an entire offseason again of, is our boss?
1: And <laughs> bring him home.
0: Is he gonna do it? He's gonna do it. He knows. He knows Justin Fields. He faced that Ohio State team. It, he's a quarterback whisper. He can do it.
2: Yep. I'm sure you're gonna bring that up again.
0: Oh. Don't
2: mm-hmm. want him. Yep. But so if you take a loss tomorrow, I mean, it may not be a bad thing.
0: Travis, I don't know. You, you say that. The problem is I don't know where the problem is.
2: There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of problems. Everywhere.
0: So would that fix <laughs> a problem? Maybe, but it may not be the problem.
2: It would fix a hole in a boat, but you also have six other holes yeah. to be fixed.
0: It would fix the, the bullet hole in the boat, but meanwhile a bomb went off on the back end of it, and you're just half the boat's gone. Yeah. But you're worried right. about that one little hole. Right. Because, again, I have said this. I, I don't believe in Justin Fields. Yeah. Mm. He's a runner. He's not a quarterback.
2: I mean, you're going to say that after he had such an amazing first half last week? Yes. Four touchdown passes or whatever yes. in the first half?
0: Yes, I am. Mm. Do I think Eberflos has been great with him? No. Do I also feel that Everflush should have the opportunity to coach his team, kind of like what we talk about with college coaches and we talked about yesterday with Bielema and having his guys? Yes. I think you should have the opportunity to coach his guys. Justin Fields, not his guy. He was there when he got there. He inherited Justin Fields.
2: Yeah, I think that should be a mark of a good coach that he can coach anybody and adapt to their – their teams, but style. if you need
0: someone to teach a quarterback, which is what I think you need to do with Justin Fields, that's not what Eberflus was hired to do. Right, he's well, a and, defense. Yeah, coach. I was gonna say
2: he was he's a defensive coach. So,
0: so to me, he hasn't had a fair shake at it.
2: But then his defense hasn't been great either, because we just told the staff how many points that they have let up in consecutive games. So,
0: yeah. I mean, they haven't been they, they haven't been good all around. Mm-hmm. But I think, and the reason why, Travis, I think the coach would, will be gone is I think this team has quit on him.
2: Yeah, there's certainly something wrong. Chase
0: Claypool has. Well, yeah, that's. And you traded for him last year. Mm-hmm. He was super excited starting the season. Yeah. And now you're telling him don't even bother showing up. Don't so even
2: show deal. up at all. Yeah. It's crazy. There's problems. Yeah. Yeah, there's problems with Claypool there from day one is this season. Is there any
0: chance, Travis, that they trade Justin Fields before the trade deadline?
2: I mean, there are rumblings of that.
0: I mean, if you're going to clean house, clean house. Yeah. Don't halfway it. Right. Because, again, he is going to have his fifth-year option coming up next year. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to figure out what you're doing with him. And I think changing a coach now will not help you figure out what you have with Justin Fields.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: So at that point, to me, if they're going to change coaches now then that tells me they don't believe in him because you're going to have probably two top five picks in the draft Mm -hmm. You're going to get a quarterback
2: Yeah And you better hope they get the best one
0: and one of the guys you who hope you're that. not going to get is Caleb Williams because I saw that the Bears are not on his five list. His list of five. Yeah,
2: I I saw it too. But was that r- kind of reported by a legitimate le- legitimate know. reporter, or was know, that just kind of like that, a Twitter thing?
0: Even so, Travis, if you had a list of teams, I wouldn't put the Bears anywhere near a list of teams I would want to go to as a quarterback.
2: It's like I can't I can't stand that with players. Well,
0: well, Welcome
2: to the NIL. Of course I would love I would love if I went to the Cowboys. Right. Well of course you would. But then you can't be the everybody. One pick. What do you want to, what do you want to be? Exactly. So you're just gonna hold out until the right team comes yep. along and so that they, they can draft you.
0: Yep. I still say the Rams, Travis.
2: Well the only problem is the Rams have been halfway decent. Yep. They've found a diamond in the rough of Nuka. Yep. They're or I still haven't figured out how to properly say that. That's okay, Travis. <laughs> uh, Mad Dog hasn't hasn't either. Uh, for first take this morning, yeah. saying that uh, he should be the MVP mm. this season. Yeah. I mean, I respect the argument. It's the odds right now. I mean, Josh Allen is leading now in the MVP race, and the top five are all quarterbacks. The only one that's not is McCaffrey. Which she should. Yeah, we'll see what they do against uh, Dallas on Sunday Night Football mm-hmm. this week. That should be a good one. And yep. of course, we'll take a look more at the uh, NFL schedule and with the Bears game tomorrow. Yep, we got to get to pick 'em. Yep, or at least one game worth of pick 'em. Yep, because the games that night. Yeah. So we'll be doing that tomorrow. All right, so before we get any further, let's go ahead and keep it with the theme of football, and let's hear from Citroen and Coach Weekly here talking about last week's loss and on the brink against Shelbyville this week. So uh, here's that conversation right now. Travis Sparks here. Joining us on the starting lineup is uh, Coach Weekly of the uh, Central A&M Raiders. And it's been a tough little stretch here for Central A&M, but uh, how's it going for you today, Coach? sure yeah and unfortunately uh, we're on the wrong side of uh, another uh, scoreboard uh, there this week as he lost 14 to 13 was the final score in overtime and uh, it was kind of a defensive struggle there for the majority of the first half as it was basically 0-0 for the majority of it and then you finally got in there with about I think I want to say like 30 seconds before halftime there before you finally got on the board and you guys took the 7-0 lead but up until that point it was kind of a defensive struggle struggle. Mm-hmm. right and uh, you yeah, also uh, their score came there in the third quarter like you mentioned there and that uh, tied things up and then at that point it was uh, again uh, no team found the end zone in the fourth quarter so it ended up being a uh, tied at a seven in, into the overtime session there and then uh, Warrensburg uh Latham scored to make it 14 7 and and you guys uh scored as well but just uh, unfortunately uh missed the point after attempt there to uh to try to tie it up there in overtime sure yeah and then uh offensively you know you only got those a uh, couple of scores uh there but uh, damer gave it a go and he had a passing touchdown in the game but he also ran the ball uh pretty effectively as well and evan doing what he does game in and game out for you so it looks like the rushing attack and like you said uh if you look at the stats uh, you guys did pretty well offensively
1: Oh wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And it's always a tough in overtime in high school, being on the defensive side of things, you're already basically just right there on the doorstep anyways. Uh, So it was kind of uh, difficult to get a stop there in the in the overtime session on their first possession. and uh, unfortunately now that makes you guys drop to their third straight in a row now and it pushes your record to two, two and four and uh these past three games have been in the conference as well and it doesn't get any easier as uh, this week as you got six and zero shelbyville and one of the top 10 teams in class 2a and the rams and so it's going to be a tough task uh, coming up on friday And that's all you can do, Coach. Well, uh, I appreciate you for hopping on the program a little bit eh, and talking a little are A and M football. And uh, good luck coming up on uh, Friday night against Shelbyville. Okay. Right, yeah, and it'll feel like the the first kind of first football game of the season with uh, true football weather uh, coming up on Friday too. Definitely. All right, coach. Well, we'll uh, catch you down the road. appreciate him uh, for uh, joining the uh, program, and uh, let's get to uh, some of this day in uh, sports history.
0: All right. I'm glad this is next, Travis, because the NASCAR thing is going to have to go last. Okay. We may have some yeah, news. that's why I did it. We may have some news. Mm-hmm. On this day back in 1930, all the way back in 1930, Philadelphia Athletics pitcher Jack Quinn, 47, pitches two innings in Game 4 of the World Series for the Cardinals, becoming the oldest player to pitch in a World Series. Forty-seven years young. Wow. On this day in 1987, first replacement Sunday of the NFL season, as replacements take the field during the 1987 players' strike. Hmm. Can you imagine that today? Like, if there was a, a strike and like the NFL became. Like, full of XFL and USFL and CFL guys. Right. That'd be so weird.
2: That would be nuts. On this day
0: in 1997, Travis, they thought they had it figured out as Tim Couch threw for 350 yards and four touchdowns as Kentucky beat then number 20 Alabama in overtime, 4-34. It is the Wildcats' first win over Alabama since 1922, and their most recent win over the Crimson Tide to date. This would help him become a number one pick for the uh, Browns, and that was the end of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah didn't quite work out for nope. him in the league <laughs> on this
0: day Travis back in 1998 Colt quarterback Peyton Manning wins his first career game as a starting quarterback a 17 to 12 victory over the Chargers he was 12 for 23 for 137 yards one touchdown one pick mm-hmm. Peyton really didn't blow a lot of people away in his first year right
2: yeah no, no. he didn't he didn't really
0: on this day in 2001, Barry Bonds hit his 70th homer, 70th homer of the season, tying Mark McGuire's single-season record.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: On this day in 2003, the Marlins beat the Giants 7-6 to to win their NLDS three games to one. The game ends with JT Snow being thrown out at the plate. Mm. Ugh. That means in a little bit we'll be talking about something else that happened in the baseball playoffs. Anyway, in uh, 2014, the Giants defeated the Nationals in Game 2 of the NLDS in a game that took six hours and 23 minutes to play at Nationals Park, the longest contest in postseason history. The Giants sent the game to extras by scoring the tying run with two out in the top of the ninth. Then Brandon Belt won the game with a solo homer off of Tanner Rourke in the 18th inning.
2: Mm, 18th inning.
0: Ugh. Uh, on this day in 2014, Washington State's Connor Holiday throws for an FBS single-game record 734 yards in a 60-59 loss to California. Mm. And finally, on this day in 2016, Edwin Encarnacion hits a walk-off home run to give the Blue Jays an 11th-inning win over the Orioles in the AL wildcard. Orioles manager Buck Showalter is criticized for never using his closer, Zach Britton, in the game.
2: Yep, I remember that.
0: Yep. So... There you go.
2: Mm hmm. All right. So that was this day. this day. in sports history. All right. So let's get to uh, some NASCAR. Some NASCAR here. All
0: right. Let's start with the, the news that came out yesterday, and then we'll get to the breaking news. Okay. So the news that came out yesterday, Travis. Remember, I told you and showed you a video of that truck fight. Mm hmm. We have our punishment.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh no suspensions.
2: No suspensions. A fine. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's it. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That's
2: Interesting. That's
0: it. Um let me get the uh, official. Uh Matt Crafton was fined twenty five thousand dollars. Sanchez was fined five thousand dollars and his father, Sanchez's father, was penalized with officials suspending him from NASCAR for the remaining two races on the schedule.
2: I did see that.
0: The dad gets the suspended dad. for mm-hmm. protecting his son. Right. So there's varying yeah. varying reports I, on why. I was,
2: was going to say, I think I, I read this when I, when yeah. I saw that punishment, and there's probably still some more investigation yeah. that needs to take place because now the other guy that hid behind the tires or whatever yeah he's just saying there was more stuff that happened before yeah. the video started yep he's also whatnot. saying that
0: you know he confronted sanchez tried to talk to him sanchez made threats to him and that's when he attacked did crafting yeah um, it's just a bad look and again you know we'll never know the whole story Probably not. No, so, it's the. I guess he said. He said you can't suspend him and then be like, "Oh, wait a minute, we were wrong." Like yeah, right. Know, so yeah, do some investigation. I understand. Investigation. I understand that. So.
2: Mm-hmm. All
0: right, Travis. Are you ready for the breaking NASCAR news?
2: Breaking NASCAR news.
0: We have a schedule. We have a schedule. We have a schedule.
2: Wow, this is breaking news. Yes.
0: So the season will kick off with the Clash, and this is actually NASCAR has not announced this yet. But it is being reported by The Athletic. Jordan Biaki on The Athletic is reporting this. This is the schedule. So it starts off February 4th the Clash. So at the Coliseum. So we're back at the Coliseum again. The mm-hmm. third year in a row. Nah, then we are in Daytona, February 18th. And then after Daytona, Travis, mm-hmm. we're going to Atlanta. Atlanta. So you're having two drafting tracks back-to-back to to start the year.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
0: That's – I find that peculiar myself, personally. Hmm. Because that would – Atlanta takes the place of Auto Club because Auto Club is gone out in California. Then we go to Vegas, just like last year – or this year, I should say. Then Phoenix, that stays in the same place. Then instead of the Atlanta spot, we're going to be at Bristol on the concrete beginning of March – which all right, I'm okay with that. Then Coda is basically in the same spot it was this year. Richmond will be Easter Night. So Richmond under the lights gets the uh the Easter spot.
2: Easter Night.
0: Yep. Hmm. And then from Richmond, we go to Martinsville, which takes the place of the dirt race last year. And then Texas, which moves out of the playoffs, so Texas is no longer in the playoffs. Just mm-hmm. going to be in the regular season, followed up by Talladega, then Dover, Kansas, Darlington. Then we get the All Star race in North Wilkesboro. We already announced that. Uh, then the Coke 600 in Charlotte. After Charlotte will be Gateway.
2: Yeah, there you go. So
0: Gateway is back May twenty, uh, June second. June second. Yep. Yeah,
2: I was a little worried. And then we're it.
0: going to be in Sonoma, which again I thought I thought we were moving Sonoma to March and spring and. Beautifulness out there in California wine country. No, we're going to be back there in the summer where everything's dead and brown.
2: I guess so, yeah. Ugh. <laughs>
0: Plus, it, it makes no sense that you're going to be on the West Coast doing Las Vegas and Phoenix and all these others, and then you're going to randomly go back for one weekend to go to Sonoma. Mm-hmm. Because after Sonoma, Travis, I'm going to go to Iowa. Yep. Then the week that after Iowa, sense. we're in New Hampshire. Mm hmm. And the week after New Hampshire, Nashville. Yep. Then July 7th, Chicago Street the Course.
2: street race.
0: Yep. <laughs> then July 14th, we're going to be in Pocono.
2: Mm-hmm. Ugh.
0: Then Indy, the 21st yep. of July. Back on the, on oval. the oval. And then we're going to take our two weeks off
2: mm, for the Olympics. Uh, Summer Olympics coverage from NBC.
0: And then we're going to move to Richmond. Then Michigan, then Daytona, not the regular season finale. The regular season finale will be Darlington. Hmm. But instead, Atlanta gets moved into the playoffs. So the playoffs begin in Atlanta. I'm okay with that. Hmm. Followed up by Watkins Glen.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And then Bristol. So, Travis, in your first round, you have a drafting track, you have a road course, and you have a short track. Yeah, that's a wild card first round.
2: It really is.
0: Then you go Kansas, Talladega, the Charlotte Roval. So the Roval is back, even though we heard reports it was not going to be. Right. The Roval will be here again next year. Hmm. And then Vegas Homestead Martinsville Phoenix as as it has been. That that will be the final final four just like this year. So that is that's the. That's the schedule, and, Travis, I'm not that impressed.
2: Not that impressed. Well, like you said the yesterday, I think it was about, you know, not too many new, right. new places besides Iowa that was going to be announced. So it was all just kind of shifting some things around, and we already kind of knew about the Bristol races and the all-star race and all that. Yeah. But – Street races back. Daytona not the regular season finale. Boo.
0: Boo. I that's that's a definite downgrade. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: I understand they tried to make make it up by saying, "Oh no, but look, we made Atlanta the first race of the playoffs." But no, I want Daytona. I Daytona was best. Yeah, as the cutoff race.
2: Yeah, it was. I like that.
0: Because literally anyone could have won. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it was...
2: That was why it was the best.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm but not... Nope. I'm not digging on that. Absolutely not. Um, but...
2: Yep. After Indy, though, take that two-week Olympic break.
0: I mean, I like the Indy's kind of the, the break race. Um, because I, I think that's a kind of a fun way, you know, do the brickyard and then... Yeah. I mean, but then you could also look at it the other way and be like, well, you have momentum, and then you're going to just stop for two weeks.
2: Right. And it's kind of a – you go from kind of a Midwest swing a little bit with Gateway, Iowa, Nashville, and Chicago with two random stops in both ends of the country, Sonoma and then New Hampshire. So I think that you would want to kind of lump – those right. together, but eh, it's just me. But Gateway back on the schedule, and indeed, very well.
0: Now I was trying. If you <coughs> bear with me for just half a second, Travis. Um,
2: okay, we are bearing.
0: Bear with me.
2: Bearing with you. So uh, let's see here. Any other information here? Texas no longer hosting a playoff race for the first time since
0: two thousand four. <clears throat> Let's see. Okay. <clears throat> so yesterday,
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Joe Gibbs Racing released a tweet with a picture of it set it it's a it's a it's a um google sheet <clears throat> yep it
1: says
0: 2024 nascar schedule and this got me because i thought it was a real schedule
1: so mm-hmm. it starts
0: off the first five races are just as they are clash daytona atlanta vegas phoenix for yeah. race seven they have rainbow road travis <laughs> nice so I'm, I'm all for that
2: yes i like that
0: then coda richmond bristol martinsville talladega dover kansas darlington north wooksboro dirt for the all-star race.
2: <laughs> They're nice.
0: Charlotte gateway, Montreal, in an F one double header.
2: Mm, double header, double
0: header with the F
2: one,
0: mm-hmm. Iowa, Nashville, Chicago, Atlanta, New Hampshire, Pocono, two off weekends, then Richmond, Michigan, Indy oval, Watkins Glen, and then the cutoff race, Travis, a figure eight,
2: figure. Eight. That's how I
0: knew <laughs> I, uh, the rainbow road got me. At that point, I'm like, all right, this is fake. But I want to read the rest of it. So, (laughs) figure figure eight for a cutoff. Nice. The first round of the playoffs would be Daytona, Darlington, and Bristol. The second round would be Bowman Gray. Which, if you know anything about Bowman Gray, that is a crazy place. It's a little tiny track inside of a football stadium. Hmm. There's a football stadium on the infield. And there are basically no rules. And they get into fights every week. And by fights, I mean, like... Guys, like I saw one clip of a guy tried to steal the uh, the wrecker to go hit somebody. Oh, jeez! It is it is a madhouse. There is no, it's bad. <laughs> so nice. then we go Bowman Gray to Texas, and then Travis the cutoff race for round two, Radiator Springs. Radiator Springs. Cars. I was say, is that from Cars? Yes. So we're gonna go to the Cars, and I guess have a street course at Radiator Springs. Nice. And then Roval Vegas Homestead in Phoenix. So. I would have been okay with that. Let's yeah. do the Rainbow Road. And then they doubled down on it, Travis. Later on, uh, the the guys over at uh, Joe Gibbs um, put out – or actually, no, it was Chris Busher, who doesn't drive for uh, Joe Gibbs. He drives for Roush Fenway and Kozlowski Racing. But he put out a picture of his car on the Rainbow Road. Rainbow
2: Road, there it is. And he also
0: made a video saying that he can't wait to go to the Rainbow Road. That's beautiful. So, I love how everyone was like, 100% in on this, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's not quite that amazing. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So, there and you go. going
2: to Radiator Springs, that would be cool, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Cars tie in, see if Owen Wilson can be there. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Larry the Cable guy.
0: Oh, yeah, that'd be great, uh-huh. <laughs> So, that is the NASCAR schedule. It has been released, and uh, we can all be upset about it.
2: Yep. Yeah. So... There you go. There you go. It's finally here. Yeah. Waited all that time for that. Exactly what we always what we've been waiting for. Nothing. For months. Nothing. (laughs) Months and months and months. And it's finally here. Yeah. And it's just about every almost like every other schedule release. Underwhelming.
0: Yep, very much so.
2: So there you go, folks. (laughs) <laughs> all right so that'll do it for uh, today though as uh, we're gonna get on out of here turn that down blaring in my headphones though man blasting off blasting out of here so coming in hot we well, leaving hot so we'll be back for you tomorrow we are thursday is set for possibly the last game in chicago bears history coached by matt Aberflus. We'll see, and we'll talk about more of it tomorrow and more football, of course, and recap local sports. So until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Peace.